the Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Jerry! And we're down to four Welcome. people on this hill sound like even louder. Hey, uh, what, Gene? Nobody here. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be serious here for a minute. Well, that's not going to work. That's not. No work. one here smokes marijuana. Nobody. Let's just get that established first. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting a buy-in from everybody. <laughs> I, however, here's why I brought it. Up. I'm the only one who doesn't. Oh well. And I'm no not. one believes that. Here, here's <laughs> true. Here's why I bring it up. Check this out, Maria. In the state of Washington, yeah. there is a seller that's legal in Washington. It's commercialized. You can you get people who have stores. Yeah. And a guy who is, I guess I'm not, I don't, it's not my wheelhouse, but maybe he's both a grower and a seller. But he is selling a weed, very popular, it's his highest selling one, called Cherry Springer. <laughs> I what cherry spring cherry <laughs> marijuana? springer marijuana oh man out of the state of Washington you can look it up whoa I should get oh. something you're thinking you should get some Jerry some well at you... least high <laughs> 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 yeah no this is so really this isn't a joke this what's is, what I hear <laughs> yeah. yeah you've made no, it you've made I it. made it <laughs> boy you know that's the truth. When they're doing a weed after you, yeah. you've made it. Yeah. Hey, Maria, it's not like you go into a like a dive burger place and they got the Jerry Springer Wednesday burger. No, yeah. it's they got Cherry Springer in the state of Washington and it's uh, weed. The, the, well, actually, it, it, this is true. Once in a while, I host The Price is Right, you know, the live show of yep. it around the country. And we had a couple of weeks ago, I was doing it in Atlantic City, and one of the items was weed killer, uh, yes. you know, for the garden. And, uh, and I said, okay, and, uh, and they have to, and then they're given a price, and you have to guess high or low. Yes. And I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I didn't call it weed killer. I said, here's some killer weed, high or low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, everyone starts throwing, and it was an honest I mistake. Did. I wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> and then I said, well, if it's killer weed, it's got to be higher. And it was Yeah. Hey, now, see, sounds to me like it was all set up. But anyway. Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> That's why you're paid millions of dollars to travel around the country to do that. And I'm EP. Hey, but. Yes. So I've been talking about this project. Yeah, but it made me think of you, Jerry, because I'm doing this project <laughs> Jan- June 1st through 9th, where a team of us I'm are going to travel down <laughs> the Ohio River from Portsmouth, Ohio, to Louisville, Kentucky, about Ooh. 250 miles. Some of them out on the river in Voyager canoes, 10-person yes. Like old Native American canoes, wow. and then another team of us on uh, cycles, or riders, yeah. bicyclists, and we're going to digitally map the Ohio River as a recreational trail. So you could, in the future, pick up your phone, go to this app, and find out where all the things are that you will need—places to sleep, camp, eat, sites to see, beers to drink at microbreweries, etc.—and and. and Cyclists will be noting all those things on the roadways that run close to the riverbanks, and there always are roads on both sides of the river. 
and then other people will be uh, canoeing it. So the cyclists, and this show is Are you going to be a canoeist or a cyclist? I'm riding. You're riding. I'm leading the, the bike team. Yeah. So we're having a meeting uh, tomorrow night, and those who are listening live, if it's now still the time to jump in with us. we got a nice little team, but we can take more. So if you go to Little Miami Brewery in a little town called Milford, just as you cross over the bridge, and 7.30, we're going to meet. And so come join us, and I'll give out the logistics. What, the first week in June? First week of June. This is true. It's not a joke. On June 3rd, yes. my electric bike gets delivered. Seriously. <laughs> I Tell bought you what. an electric bike. No, that is great. Are you going to go? Well, why no, don't you? No, I said Florida. <laughs> Put it on your private... No, I'll turn the motor on and let it go. <laughs> Why do I have to All go? All you have to do is sit. Yeah, just <laughs> simply put it on the uh, your private plane and fly up here and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well... Say what? The private plane shall it rest in peace. Oh, my oh, no. gosh. It's gone. It's not in the Wednesday. junkyard either. No, Wednesday it, 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 That's it's good. been sold. Wednesday. Yeah, good, good for you. Congratulations on that. But admit, it would... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Well, you were trying to sell it? Congratulations. Oh, you, it's you, horrible. You I was it. on a plane today. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like well, the, well the, you know, the, people are so rude. They saw that I was getting on the plane. Get the next plane. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm no, already on this plane. Just, get yeah. your own plane. Yeah, I yeah, got on the plane. Because it's also, oh, Mr. Springer, you can go on first. You know, <laughs> I go on with the people who are limping. And then they, they, yeah, so I get on the plane, and then all these other people come on. The and it was very clear that I was on there first. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh. Hey, what? I was thinking, uh, since we're going to go down the river, yes, uh, 250 miles, you're a boatman. Correct? Oh, you're a yeah. boat, what we call a boatman. Uh, is that what they call them? Well, I don't know. I mean, you're a professional. I, you have a boat. I have a boat. You pilot the boat. I have a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hey, we, I was on his boat once, my wife and this I with Jerry and his this wife. <laughs> we like, let's go to lunch on his boat. And he's pilot. I don't think about boats. And I swear to God. <laughs> It took like 40 minutes to dock the boat with all these people in this restaurant, open air thing out on the on a pier watching, watching <laughs> me try to. Oh, and they're cheering oh me God. on. Boom! Try it again. No, no, no. Back up. <laughs> and then there are all these really expensive boats around. I mean, yachts almost. Oh yeah. And and you know they're all worried that I'm going to hit them, which yeah. was a, a, a good worry. I mean, because it could have happened. At one point, I got off the boat and on the... And you pretended you weren't with us. Oh, no, no, that's true. <laughs> I so remember that. So they were throw a line to me, and there was all this confusion. He's banging into the dock, and everybody's like, what? Oh, and it that, was horrible. And so at one point, somebody said, are you with him? And I said, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know I'm, I'm not. trying to help this guy out. What, what's yeah, doing? I was just here. Yeah. yeah, so... But everyone on the boat was very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? Back up. No, you idiot. <laughs> hey, remember, we were out. This is down in Sarasota, and there's a, what do they call that? The intercoastal. Yeah. And the intercoastal there is kind of shallow. There it moves up and, and down this, with, this I guess, is the true. tide. You run, I mean, even and we're out people in the middle. a lot more proficient than me run aground. Yeah. Because it shifts. It's mm -hmm. sand underneath, so it shifts. So you may have gone there yesterday. 
right down the exact same way. And all of a sudden today, instead of it being 10 feet deep, it's suddenly six inches and yeah. boom, you run aground. The trick is when you see birds walking. Yeah, don't go there. <laughs> yeah, don't go there. You know, when the seagulls are walking, you know, you don't want to go there. So you look for birds. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what I'm out, in, out in that intercoastal, there are green lights and red lights. I have no idea what the hell they mean. But I'm not the pilot. He's the pilot. What, what are the lights mean? I, I don't know what well, they mean. For, so, for people that, that real like sail or really boat, there's uh, the red. It's red and green and the signs and the red right return. If you're returning to land, the red is supposed to be on the right. I think that's right. Well, see, he thinks. Yeah. He thinks. <laughs> Except, but here's the problem. When you're on an intercoastal, there's land on both sides. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't help me at all. Yes, it doesn't. I thought I never like, know which side they're talking about. It's not like you're in the Atlantic. Oh, the problems oh, I have. I hate when that happens. Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> hate that. Hate it when that happens uh, on my yacht. Oh, yeah. Have you been smoking Cherry Springer, Jerry? <laughs> hey, let me ask you something. I want to do an ad. By the way, we have had him on last week. We've asked him to come back, Matt Hibbard. Hey. hey. Very creative uh, songwriter, performer. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he does good stuff. So we're going to have him on in a few minutes. But uh, politically speaking, does character matter anymore? I mean, all this stuff that's been going on in this country for the last two years, uh, one, one wonders if character is something that anybody, particularly voters, care about. What do you think? Uh I don't know how much we care about it. I mean, well, it would seem, based on the last election, that obviously it doesn't matter that much. But, you know, I, I write down some notes, as you know, uh, on what I'm going to talk about. But the reason I'm showing you this, Gene, is that I literally sat down and wrote this in 15, 20 minutes, and you'll see that there's hardly anything crossed out. I, I'm, it, because just at, at the moment that I wrote it, I guess I wrote it Sunday, I was just sitting there, and I was getting really ticked off. I guess I was watching something on the news about it, and I just started writing. So I'm going to read much of this. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to explain why normally I'm just sitting here talking, but this time I'm kind of reading what I wrote. And um, as America and the world suffers through Trump, if there is any light at the end of this very dark tunnel, it is the notion that the last time we had a criminal president, we got through what President Ford called our long national nightmare, because in the end, our system worked. The Constitution held, and the criminal elements of our government were finally removed or imprisoned. Our system works, we all cheered, but it wasn't a slam dunk. It wasn't guaranteed, but for the tapes, Nixon and his gang might have gotten away with subverting our Constitution and rigging elections, jailing political enemies, etc., all of which Nixon was trying to do. The smoking gun of his Oval Office tape recordings, which revealed his criminal activity and intent, might never have come to light if he had destroyed the tapes. There'd be no proof beyond a reasonable doubt, and a Republican president who had just won a landslide victory over McGovern never would have been ousted by a Republican Senate. He kept the tapes 
because he really did think he was above the law. He even thought he would use some of the tapes that would show him in a good light. And even if the courts ordered him to release all the tapes to the special prosecutor and congressional committees, he would defy them, as we found out in these tape recordings. And if it went all the way to the Supreme Court, he said he had appointed four members of the Supreme Court, Chief Justice Berger, Blackman, Powell, and Rehnquist. And so he assumed that those four would certainly back him. And even if the other five went against him in ruling that he has to re uh, release the tapes, that a 5-4 would hardly be a decisive decision. So he was prepared to not listen to what the court said. In other words, we're going through exactly the same thing now with Trump. Whatever the rules are, whatever order he gets, he's above the law and saying, I'm going to defy it. And so this is why he thought he didn't have to get rid of the tapes, because he thought in the end he would win. Well, then how could Nixon be removed? The system was obviously broken. Checks and balances proved to be worth nothing more than the paper it was written on. Then how was the system saved? Why did we then say after all of this, hey, the system worked? Because obviously until we got those tapes, it wasn't working. Well, the same question we're asking now as Trump and his administration and the Attorney General Barr are basically thumbing their noses at the courts and Congress and the media and the American people. How will the system save us this time? That's the question. Back then in 1974, the system was saved by character, which goes to the question you raised, does character matter anymore? Let me explain. Our entire system, economic, political, and cultural, is based on self-interest and competition. That's capitalism. We believe that people will always pursue their self-interest, so everyone will try their best, work harder, produce more, because that is the way that they'll earn more money, advancement, power. People will vote their interests. So what we wind up with is a productive, satisfied society. That is the notion, and more often than not, that is what has been America's history. People are really working and competing to produce for the whole country. The pursuit of happiness suggests if we all do that, the overall result for the society will be happiness. The problem with that theory is that if self-interest in economics and politics is always the prime motivating factor, then an unavoidable consequence of that drive is greed in economics and power and re-election in politics. The temptation that inevitably accompanies self-interest is bending the rules, a little bit of dishonesty, and sometimes outright cheating. What protects us against this temptation, this corruption, what is it? It is not a piece of paper because the institutions created to provide our checks and balances and adherence to our laws are only as good and effective as the people in those positions. And that's where character comes in. 
the moral and ethical compass of those who occupy these offices and institutions, be it the courts or the presidency or the um, Congress, is the only factor that give these institutions strength. So America was saved from Nixon because the Republican Senate and the Republicans on the Supreme Court, with their unanimous decision, by the way, were willing to put country above party. Their character is what ultimately saved us and demand that for the good of America, Nixon must resign. That's what they all finally decided to do. Their character saved us. Can the same be said of the character of those Republicans today? The Republican Senate and the Republican Supreme Court. Well, when you look at Barr, when you look at McConnell, when you look at the Republican Supreme Court as currently instituted, it's hard to be optimistic, which may mean that the only way our democratic institutions can be saved is by the voters. So there you have it. It's up to us. In 2020, the question is, do we care enough about our democracy and America to put country before party? You see, character does matter. It's our character that's on the ballot. Good job. And the handwriting is just superb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we want to bring uh, Matt Hibbard back up. We had him on the last podcast, and uh, we loved his music so much we wanted to bring him back. Um, as we mentioned before, we had his brother Andrew Hibbard on, and we are so thrilled to have Matt up here. He is just as good of a songwriter, and um, we love hearing from him. Which one do you like better? Decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Both. Uh, you'll never be a judge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, tell us what you're going to play for us. The song is called I'm So Lonesome I Could Die, but I'm not really. But that, that's what it's called. <laughs> it's not true, but... Yeah, that's a good song. You mean the Hank Williams song? No, it's, it's my... Yeah, oh, I kind oh, of spoofed wrong. it. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even really have anything to do with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got well, thanks with for nothing. being with us. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> on this town except everybody's bolted down so i ride around ride around free ain't no one to let down but me sometimes i guess i'm all i need Where do all the people 
people go when grassy green is white with snow When rain is hard and the rough winds blow I never see them so I don't know Sometimes I never felt so alone Dancing in the dark ain't no way to give your life a spark It'll make you feel crazy, make you feel mean Things probably aren't as bad as they seem If death's a nightmare, life's but a dream last time where we could hear your stuff but uh let us know where we could access your music online it's uh just the name matt hibbard on uh Bandcamp and soundcloud and uh on facebook it's matt hibbard music i'm awesome. gonna try to get on spotify and all that but no, <laughs> not yet now do you do you i think i was on your facebook page and i saw something that it said about um Recording an album? Or you, do you have an album in the works? Or yeah, anything? it's been going for a little while. The guy that records me, uh, Zach Gabbard, he records my brother too, but uh, he's pretty busy a lot, and I'm doing like the whole tape recording thing. So oh, nice. It's taking a little while, but in the awesome. next year or so, I guess it might be done. Great. Well, we'll be uh, on the lookout for that. Yeah, um, it would be good. Will you take us out with Down by the Riverside and let Jerry take a verse too? Yeah. I'm waiting for someone to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I am too. <laughs> Where do we go then? Is yeah. now the day? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna lay down my heavy load. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com.